Chris, so all we got to do is we just open them. We don't have to buy anything. We just open it and we can get thousands and thousands of dollars and the entire ire of the Magic the Gathering community. Sounds like a win-win to me, right? Sounds like a huge win. It definitely won't make us completely quit Magic the Gathering and become Yu-Gi-Oh! players forever. No way, man. Everybody's going to love us. How could they hate us? We're opening the product. Podcast. I'm welcome as always are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky. Jones, say hello. Hey, hello. How you guys doing? Doing good. The deal fell through. Yeah, Wizards didn't pay us thousands, thousands. Yeah, where we did not. Yeah. We didn't get the special product. We're not cool enough. We should have been Yu-Gi-Oh players, and they weren't I, giving it to us. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm gonna be putting out feelers to try to buy uh, one of each of the laces from Magic Thirty. Oh, okay. I'm going to see if I can toss somebody 10 bucks a lace to get the laces. Yeah? Yeah, just have my binder. Eventually, uh, meet Mark Rosewater, get him to sign one. Meet Aaron mm. Forsyth, get him to sign one. The uh, did you, I think my favorite sell post has been, um, I think it was on the high-end sub, the high-end oh, Facebook group. Was the one with- the, like, the I'm looking to sell three because I'm giving one to my son for their birthday. For or for Christmas, yeah. but I'm selling the others for 400 a piece. Yep, I saw that one. What a piece of shit! They got laughed out of the universe, and I, like the mods had to, it was ugly. It was ugly. Yeah, somebody had to but step you know, in and save the man. I'm giving my child one. I would like you to buy the rest, please. Play thousand dollar games, win no prizes, <laughs> lose thousands of dollars. How to get your child bullied at the LGS. What an alpha Chad move by Card Kingdom. Hashtag not sponsored, but hey, talk to us, Card Kingdom. But hey, we could be. Um, To put a buy list on the Retro Lotus at $950. Just being like, yeah, if you pull the best thing you could possibly pull, we'll buy you, it. you still don't recoup costs. Right. You still, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like... How, how about that little uh, that little tap in the uh, tap in the old uh, I mean, bottom? I also I, I also appreciate the fact that Card Kingdom is not buying the countdown cards yet because I am send them all to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think what Card Kingdom really knew is that like if you were stupid enough to buy that product, you're dumb enough to sell it to them for for a hundred you know for a thousand dollars basically, yeah. right? Like that's what they realize you, you, is like you got to pay rent at the end of the day. That's right. exactly right. You'll need your medicine money that you wasted on this. Exactly I mean, right. you got all those. Okay. So I know it's all conspiracy theory and hearsay and all that nonsense, right? But. Uh-huh. Hearsay? Uh, did you did you see that, like, supposedly, you know, the sales numbers came out, but, like, 700 uh, sold items were, like, cash back returned, like, uh, no money in the account? No. Return payments type thing? Because they like this is because like somebody may or may not have found, and it could all be complete garbage, not real, fakey fake right. numbers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in those numbers, it was like they sold like two thousand six hundred or whatever units, 
but like uh-huh. the only actual confirmed received payment for was like uh one thousand like nine hundred or something units or something. So like half the sales. So like seven hundred units were just like purchased, but then they either didn't have money or the card was declined or they were like yeah. charge backed. I How do you think reminds me of like that though? I mean that seems like a, a like a pro move, right? Like buy the thousand dollar product and then call your call PayPal and go like, hey, I'd like to report a scam. Right. <laughs> I mean it's also just like the um Call Bank the, of America, they'll understand, you know? Yeah. The the internet remake of The Last Jedi when right. that was like a thing, right? And people were just like, Yeah, I'm gonna pledge thousands of dollars and then when they come to collect when that thing is over, I'm just gonna not pay that. Right. Classic. And so they thought, oh, the internet loves this. We're making millions of dollars to remake The Last Jedi. <laughs> and then we're still waiting for it. One day that movie will get made. But Disney's but Disney's gonna make it but Disney's gonna like replace it in canon. What is the latest Disney Star Wars thing? Was it Obi-Wan Kenobi? No, Andor, which was actually very, very good. What is Andor? Andor is a prequel series focusing on Cassie and Andor, one of the Deutero- like the deutagonists of Rogue One. Rogue One had the robot that, like, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. it's He's the robot's best friend. Okay. Uh, it's set five years before Rogue One. It is honestly probably some of, if not the best Star Wars media that we that has been made. But what about the guy who keeps uh, sucking the gas? Uh, he does have a cameo, but he's not sucking copium yet. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> are you are you are you talking are you talking about Sagarera? <laughs> Sinimbo Gullet? Yes, that's exactly oh, what I'm talking. The, the, that was such a great bit from the extra live stream where I just shouted "Boar Gullet" for like an hour. Eventually, we understood you. <laughs> What's not to understand about Boar Gullet? <laughs> huh. So. I don't know about you guys, but I watched a Santa Claus movie this weekend. Oh, so, where he did murders? Did you watch yeah. Die Hard with Santa Claus? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. So uh, this week's episode, like Ricky's hinting at, we're going to talk about episode one, part one of two for a kind of holiday buyer's guide. This this week is going to be just kind of the just general magic product, things to find for your loved ones. If you're looking for that good, fun holiday gift idea. Uh Kids, younger people, right? Parents are, or just parents who are looking to buy you that sort of hobby gift. Uh, if you want them to listen to this segment of the show, we'll timestamp it. You can hand the phone to them, have them listen to it, <laughs> give them some good ideas. I was about to and comment then, about how many parents of Pioneer players listen to us. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, probably next week we'll do a sort of singles guide to think about um, when you get your Christmas money afterwards or. You know, if you're looking for buy singles for someone, things like that, uh, we'll do that. We usually do that around closer to actual Christmas, so you can start thinking about what to spend your Christmas money on. Uh, of course, the closer we get to the holiday, the, cl- the better prices, the more car- current prices will be. Because, man, have you looked at uh, Brothers Worth Mythics lately? They're kind of wild. It's a wild. Uh, it's a wild time to be alive as a gamer. Who knew people love meld? Speaking of meld, so. I was supposed to play an RCQ this Sunday, uh, but was feeling pretty crappy, so I ended up not playing in it. Um, but allegedly, there was a big uproar because one of the judges 
wouldn't allow a player to have Oracle text for a meld card, even though their opponent had the other half in play and like was able to say, can I see the Oracle text for this card? And the judge was like, you don't get to see that. Aren't you supposed to allow Oracle text on pretty much anything? Literally any time. As long as you can uniquely identify, as long as the player can uniquely identify the Oracle text to the player, or like you can identify the card to the, the judge, right? They can give them the Oracle text because you don't want to be like the thing is they have to uniquely identify it because you don't want the judge like giving information to the player, right? But if I say Humpus um, Wumpus, they should know Humpus yeah. Wumpus. Actually, they printed Humpus Wumpus in a secret layer two years ago, Chris. So that's now a legal target. Wow. But obviously, if you're like, I want the, I want, can I get the flavor text the other half of this meld card? Or even pick up the card and read, can I see the, the rules text for this card that it mentions here? Uh, the judge apparently, their answer was, I can't give you that derived information. What? Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, when say, I play games, uh, they literally let my opponent look at my sideboard, right? Yeah. That's what yeah, I, I get. Oh. Golly. Apparently, the players eventually... Uh, berated the judge enough, or at least we're all just like, no, yeah. no that's not how this Eventually, works. They were just like, hey, can judge, can I talk about Oracle text near yeah. my, my near this game? You know when you are not allowed to have Oracle text? Apparently in the top eight of a flesh and blood PTQ. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, you know where that card I goes? asked for Oracle text on one of the three hero cards that they give to you. Everyone has access to these cards at all times. And I was told I should already know what that card does because I'm in That's the top right. You're eight. in the top eight, Ricky. Yep. All right, real quick, though, before we get into these holiday gift guides, and, of course, we're going to talk about that Explore Anthology. Real quickly, I do want to run down uh, the winners of this weekend's events. Just the winners because, honestly, I'm getting really tired of having to redo all the top eight brackets every week. Uh, and we just kind of wanted a shorter, more – it's kind of fun, quick episode, quick in and out episode – so real quick here on the Saturday challenge was won by Stranger99, who was playing Raptus Midrange. Of course, I'm going to list link all the deck lists, all the links of the events below. Um, so you can go find all those deck lists there. But Raptus Midrange won that challenge. A deck we are going to talk about on the Sunday challenge, I believe it was a Mox Qualifier, a Showcase Challenge. Uh, was won by X-Whale on a very interesting build of Lotus Field. And then the South America Regional Championship was won by Alejandro Sepulveda on a very interesting build of Mono Red. So uh, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Mono Red or Lotus Field first? Let's talk about this Mono Red deck. Let's talk about this Mono Red. Do you know why Ricky wants to talk about this deck? Because it's got... Three Hazret in the main. Let me tell you, this is a this is a this is a deck of cards. I have what I what's have the rest what's the rest of the deck list here, Ricky? Alright, so we've got Monster Swisspear, uh-huh. Idolon of the Great Revel, Kari Zev, uh-huh. Bonecrusher Giant, Rampaging Ferocidon, Play with Fire, Spikefield Hazard, Lightning Strike, Shatter Shatter Skull Smashing, Ember Cleave, and Kumano faces uh, the Kakazan. Faces the Kumite. Faces uh, the the other guys. Uh, you know, then we got a castle. One castle and breath, which is perplexing to me. Two Den of the Bugbear, 12 Mountain, four Aminap, one Scavenging Grounds, and one Sokenzin, the Crucible of Can You Fill Out Your Deck List Correctly. 
I also like the ley line of the combustion in the sideboard. I've been told this card is very good. Okay. I mean, hey, that makes Bonecrusher Shrat really hurt for the Rakdos matchup. Right. I mean, it just sort of makes Rakdos have to, like... It's kind of like Shaper Sanctuary in Grohl Boat. Yeah. Right. Same idea. Uh, Rending Flame, because, you know, we sure can't kill Shieldred without it. The, um... The Rampaging Frost on here just screams, I'm not losing to Angels. Yep. Yep, that's for sure. I mean, 3-3 Menace is pretty solid still. I mean, you have the benefit of 3-3, so we're not being stomped. And on a 3-drop, we're not being naked fatal pushed, so... I think all of Angels is on Arena, right? It should be, for the most part, yeah. Guess what we're testing tonight on stream. Angels or Rampaging Frostodon? Both. No, Angels. We gotta pick deck. We gotta find good decks for Chris to play this weekend. Oh, okay. I don't think Angels is one of them. Look, you just gotta take your collective companies. <laughs> and you just Chris gotta... has Resplendent Angels, though, so... True. He should just play it. I really I'm do have saying. them. I've got collective companies. Oh, I've got those as well. Chris has Black Lotuses already. He didn't need Magic 30. <laughs> yeah, because I printed them out on my printer. Yep. Yeah, Chris is the only person who I think has been so far upset by the Advent Calendar product they received. Uh, probably in in history, the only person mad that they got it. Yeah, true. I wish it didn't show up. <laughs> mine, mine was definitely the worst that you possibly could have gotten, and then I was like, oh. I don't believe. I saw the somebody on Twitter got... got three foils. No way. Yeah, I saw someone whose box was like half bent. See, I mean, uh, then I could have be- gotten another product. So. The best one I saw is the person who had their uh, Nashi crimped in half. <laughs> like the crimp was in the was in the middle and oh. the card came in two pieces. Yeah. Uh, anyways. The real tech is, hey, listen, for all the people who want to make money off crimping, off crimped cards, you can go to Amazon and buy a crimper for $40. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, oh you just spoiled the holiday gift guide, oh. Bruckman. Wow, spoilers. Golly, man. So, uh... Okay, can we get that out of the way, by the way? I hope that $500 Chromatic Star you bought was a real crimp and not a fake one. That's alright. It's still serialized. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, what are we getting out of the way? Uh, Can we just get the printer out of the way for the magic gift ideas? Yes. Magic gift idea, inkjet printer, we're good. Alright, that one's gone. Can't name that one anymore. All right. Okay. All right. Back to the back to the deck list here. Lotus Field. I, I love. What? Yeah, you love this Lotus Field. Hope Tender. I'm trying to pull up the list. I love Lotus Field in general. Tender of Hopes. Yeah. I'm trying to see what this list is different. We're playing two Hope Tender. Hey, I went to Costco today, and they were selling NFL Blitz 2000 and NFL Blitz, not NFL Blitz 99, which I think is the best one, but NFL Blitz 2000 is fine as well. In an arcade shell. It took all of my willpower to not buy that. The the, the RK one up machines yeah. are sweet. Man. Ugh, one of my favorite of all times. I like Hope Tender. Yeah, you like Hope Tender? Lose deckless one fave, wishes two Hope Tender, one Leer Disciple of the Drowned, four Arboreal Grazer, two Vizier of the Vizier of Tumbling Sands, one Omniscience, four Impulse, uh the usual land package here. We have four Poor of the Pages, one Behold the Multi Behold the Beyond. One Mastermind's Acquisition, four Mulch Ultimatum, four Hidden Strings, four Sylvan Scrying, three Balligan Recovery, two Dark Petition. Chris just played Lotus Field this weekend. I got the whole deck. No. You want to combo people? This deck combos people. I just want to play a one-card combo. 
emergent ultimatum. Win the game. <laughs> I can't be that mad at him because it did top eight this weekend. There we go. Indomitable creativity. But it, was, but it was playing. It was a teamer build, right? Teamer build is just the is just playing um, Xenagos. Yeah, yeah. And Walt Right, that's right, the right. better build because it, it, it is the better build. That's that's the build I'm gonna play. Okay. Yeah, right. that's the build if I'm going to play. Just because, again, you just you just untap and, and just cast for five and you just win the game. So it's like, hey, you, you get your thing. You get to interact for a while. Um, you get to draw cards. Okay. You get to play Rewind, by the way. Right. This deck does Re- not I play Rewind. You. Bro, you, you wait and see. Don't, don't you tell me it doesn't play Rewind. I need you to make sure Chris at least has a positive record this weekend. Because if he doesn't, I think he's quitting Magic forever. I have Foil, Holestone, uh, Holebreaker Horror. Ooh. That's you want the VHS Shark Typhoon? No, I do. I need it. I want okay, it. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I want them. I want those, and I need the Elite Spellbinders. Okay, all right. I'm working on it. Hell yeah. Pedal party, hell yeah. Uh, all right, what do you want to do? You want to do Explore Anthology, or you want to do uh, Gift Guide? Let's, Let's do Explore Oh, I wanted to come back to the Explore Anthology at the end, bring the people back. Okay, sure, know? sure. Sounds, right. sounds good, all sounds right. good. Sounds all right. All right, everyone, put your mom's on hold for a minute. We'll be back. Yeah. No, 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 it is get your mom's time. No, no, it is get, it is get your mom's time. Yeah, yeah, uh, It's Young Gravy, hide your mom's, right? Once again, this is where I'm just contractually obligated to tell you we are sponsored, of course, by Nate's mom. <laughs> oh, my God. We're working on that. When We're is this joke ending? <laughs> when Nate's mom actually sponsors oh, us. Oh, my God. All right, well. Does Nate, does Nate know we're making this joke? Uh, I don't know. No, I mean, I, I mean, we're 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 gonna we're gonna pitch this. We're gonna pitch this. I I believe our I I don't believe our friends listen to our. our yeah, content. actually, this is the real secret: is that we we've learned that Nate doesn't listen to us because he has not commented on us. Yes, right. He's, he's out there. He's out there making moves. Yeah. yeah. At, that I I know who does listen to us. So Ed, right? You can't tell Nate don't about tell how him. we're plugging yeah. his mom. Don't thank you, and him. also thank you, Ed, for your listenership. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're the real you're a real friend. Also, uh, big shout out uh, to this dude playing Yorian, um, uh, the Fires deck at Pax oh, yeah. Games. He stopped me. Was like, I know your voice. You're True Three. We listen to you all the time. And I was Aww. like, Hey man, take a sticker. And I reached into my bag and I grabbed the box without stickers. No. Oh no. I felt so bad. So if you run into yeah. me again. If you come to San Antonio this weekend for this PTQ, uh, I will give you a sticker. I feel so bad, so have a shout-out. Enjoy it. You know who you are. All right, so uh, let's talk holiday gift guides. Hello, moms and dads or significant others. We are here to help you. You're listening to us because your loved one has a problem. (laughs) They need help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not, you, can't tell, you can't tell people that. It's not, cut that, cut that, cut that. No, no, staying in. Staying in. Your children are playing Satan's card. No, no okay, no, 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 no. This isn't Pokemon. Satanic Panic is over. It's not, though, unfortunately. Uh, it's coming back. People play D&D in the streets now. It's True. Fun. They do be playing in the streets, dog. Uh, All right. So who wants to go first with a holiday gift idea? All right, my holiday gift guide. So... Obviously, you know, sealed product can be fun, but it's usually not the best. But I do think I want to highlight, because I just want to highlight how good these have gotten. Ricky, do you remember, like, RTR block when you got just the big, dumb three-row box? 
with yeah. like two booster the packs gift boxes. in it. They had the four gift boxes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think the current round that they did, they did one for AFR last year. This year's Brothers War, they have what's called just the gift bundle, which is a fat pack with it's twenty more dollars um, and includes a collector's pack. So in this, for twenty dollars more than the regular bundle, you get a special box that's like all foiled out. You get a special D twenty that's you get a special spin downs Transformers themed. You get the a retro foil of Kayla Bin Crew, you get eight set boosters and you get one collector pack. You are also guaranteed one foil transformer card. And I just think that just the extra 20 bucks, you're getting like $5 off the collector booster is pretty good. And there's usually some other just fun stuff in there too. So I do kind of want to highlight if you just want to find like a fun sealed product that isn't just like dropping a whole like $120 plus on a, on a full box. Yep. I like that yeah. one. That's not, uh, a, that's not a bad one. I, I like the, the little gift box for sure. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of... Like, the actual cool boxes, like, from the old ones, and just buy those? I don't think so. Um, also, real quick, just to get sealed product out of the way, I hope I'm not stealing this for anyone. Um, right now, the four-deck bundle of the Pioneer Challenger decks from this season Amazon? Are, are on Amazon for 160 not oh. bad. Not bad. So that's about like ten bucks off all those decks total. Um, and then also you can find the Lotus Field one, which is a deck we just finished talking about, which is essentially mostly compl- a complete build of that deck. Not the Emerge Ultimate build, but a still very strong build of that deck for like thirty bucks in some cases still. Yeah, I think that's a good deal. I think I think that they um, just in the off chance somebody I don't assume anybody actually did, but if anybody's listening to this who doesn't normally listen to us, you know, the Pioneer Challenger decks is a thing that you can Google. There's a last year version and a this year version, and the the last year versions went pretty cheap. So if you want to hold out, you might be able to. Um, we know that after Christmas they're going to drop. That's what they did last year, but they they are a pretty I- good little gift as well. I think the value of these ones, the 2022 Pioneer Challenger decks, is just better because and will keep a little harder because you do have the Shockland in each of them. That's fair. Um, so I just think that if you want one of last year's, only get the Lotus Field one. And then any of the new decks, I think, are very good options. Fair enough. Uh, I've got a tried and true classic if I can if I can go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, go for one it. One we recommended last year, but it's surprisingly good, and it's like the Amazon Basics camera backpack, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they still sell it, that it compartmentalizes perfectly for Magic the Gathering decks, and I think it's just a great one every year, especially if you've got like a young person starting out, and they're they're making all kinds of decks, doing all kinds of fun stuff. Um, you can fit a lot in there, right? And so I think that's a really good one that just will come back to every year. I always recommend as far as like a kind of a modular system for your decks. You know, you can kind of fit anything in there, whether it be like long sections, short sections, whatever, because the Velcro system, just a tried and true classic for, for Magic the Gathering gamers out there. Right. But the camera backpack, it fits Magic decks really well. That's what, that's what we're saying. Um. So for my sealed product uh, pick... Because there's a lot of boxes out there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of sets. I will say that I think <clears throat> still Amazon has them for ninety nine ninety nine. Still draft boxes of Zendikar Rising sealed with the box topper. I don't think it gets better than that. Oh, yeah? Um, <clears throat> so it's an older set, so it's not in standard, right? One of the best draft formats i've played in the past couple of years personally i swear by that draft format it's so much fun 
Uh, also, you get a box topper, which is going to be a non-basic land on the top of it. Uh, so that's extra value. Like you can't, like you can't miss on it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you got buddies to draft for the holidays, if not, there's still a lot of cards in there that are really holding value pretty strong, mm-hmm. such as like uh, Agadim's Awakenings, Shatter Skull, uh, even like the the uncommon Malik, like the uncommon flip lands, like the the regrowth that's green, Malaked Recovery and uh, Malakir Rebirth are both like uncommons that are getting to like four to five dollars now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got like Valakut Awakening. All of the cards that are worth money are the cards that are like uh, lands on one side. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just think that's like the best for sealed product for buying for somebody for Christmas, in my opinion. If you're like a Magic the Gathering household, uh, if your kid just wants to crack a bunch of packs for really cheap, you really can't go wrong with eighty dollars for a box of Crimson Vow. I agree. Those Which, cards honestly, are cool. It comes with a Dracula topper, and then it also has like all the lands in there are worth money. Soren is worth money. Chandra's worth money. All the mythics are worth money. Yeah, it's, you you get it's the vampire and werewolf set, right? Like, what's cooler than that? Side. Like, yeah. if if you've got a young person in your life, they're gonna love werewolves and vampires. They're gonna be cool. Um, even my wife spent a lot of time looking at the art from some of that set, where it was like, oh, kind of interesting, you know? Right. So I think those are the best for like sealed boxes to buy. So that's my sealed product. Are we moving nice. on to accessories? Uh, yeah, I, I think accessories are always great. Um, I might I'm gonna give kind of two quick ones here. Uh, people always want to get a dice right. So just a nice little fun color, like find your, your person's favorite color and just go find a set of D6s in those colors. Not like the regular D&D mix, but just get like a little D6 case. Get the ones that are like three, like the 12 D6s. Don't get the, one of the bigger ones, just a bunch of small ones. Just like the 12 D6 boxes. I think like so many people just need a few D6s. You can find some cool color combos. Those are great. Or look into like one of the smaller five to nine inch LCD pads for life totals. Uh, look, guys, we still got way too many people using their cell phones or spin downs for life totals at these RCQs. Don't be that guy. It, if you're not, if you're not going to do paper, like I use one of these little LCD pads, and they are amazing. I'm a, I'm a paper boy myself. I buy life pads that are branded from Wizards because I'm a loser. I used to buy Sign and Blood uh, branded life pads. If you remember mm-hmm. those, yeah. I, but I mean, you you you've gotten a bunch of those life pads because you, just the end of the GP. What do I do with all these ticks? Oh, you got life pads for like a, a tick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I still have some of those sealed. But uh, yeah, for for me, right? You can't go wrong with sleeves. You oh, can always yeah. use more sleeves, right? I'll always use more mm-hmm. sleeves, yeah. And I will tell you that if you just need a quick stocking stuffer type gift or a small gift to add on to another smaller gift, uh, Dragon Shield, the dual mats are the only sleeves I buy personally. The dual mats, my fit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna double on this. I'm gonna say get the Fury, Fury, Ember, and Wraith are like the good ones. If you like blue colors, the, those are fine too. And this is, this is the, the famous uh, shield. Look, it's a famous sleeve brand called Dragon Shield. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you want to make are... a really special gift, I suggest going to dragonshield.com mm. and for $25, uh, well, 25 euros. Mm, I, think th- I think we come out ahead on that. 
uh, you can get delivered to your door dragon shield sleeves with any image you want on them. Uh, so, like, you know, this is, like, great for, you know... Get your you mind out of the gutter. Right, put right, Put little exactly. puppies on them. Put little puppies uh, on them. Put, the, put, your, put your friend's dog on it. Uh, put their, like, commander, like... They've got that weird obscure commander and Ultra Pro didn't make sleeves of that commander. Well, now we can just make those, you know, put yeah. put pictures of them, you know, when in the local, you know, PTQs, right? Mm-hmm. A picture of them holding up the the draft champ trophy, you know? Yeah, yeah. put your fursona on there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, go, you know? Go to, go to crew3mtg.com, buy a playmat. That's it. Yep. The ultimate gift for your loved one. Uh, the gift of our Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, could give you a gear Christmas gift if you sign up for Patreon yeah. this month. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, I've, do, do you, I've got I've got a couple things still left, but if you got a couple, go for it. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got two uh, things left, and the last one is is a banger. You guys are gonna like it. Um, okay. The second one I did is is uh, a little home project that I did, and it worked pretty well, um, which was um, adjusting like small picture frames to hold cards in them by just like You've cutting. Talked about this a lot. Yeah, not yeah, on this, yeah. not on this podcast, just in life. This was like no, a passion the, project of yours. Yeah, the, and this is a different thing. This is a different oh, okay. thing than that. This isn't this isn't the Chris's 3D printing and selling these on the side. You're exactly right. Yeah. Th- this is this is like just buying cheap ones from Hobby Lobby. And you can I figured out like you can cut the shape of a card in them with like a cheap card that you don't care about, so you don't care if you like nick it and stuff. And and that's like because like they use like a cardboard backing. So like it'll hold your card in place by putting the back in place over that thing. So it's just like an inexpensive way to get like a nice little presentation if you want to hang like your favorite card up in your room. I don't know how you deprinkle it. That's not my problem. That's your problem as far as how you get rid of the the massive crimping of cards. But in general, if you wanna if you wanna present cards, you can grab small picture frames, cut a little piece in a piece of cardboard the size of the card, throw a backing on it, and you've got a nice little presentation. It's a pretty inexpensive way to do it. Um, and again, can take more like time than money. So right. if it, you know, those, those picture frames you can get for 10 bucks or, or less, sometimes you can get a, yeah, that's a good, a I- that's a good idea because I have, I have one of the mythic boost, the mystery boosters convention editions soulmates yeah. that merrily wouldn't let me get rid of the, like the air quotes misprint. What, what I mean by misprint is we didn't pay for the rights to this card. Right. They stole the art. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was just to get that framed at some point. I didn't think of how to do it. That's a good idea. I might, I might copy that for this. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. And that was my idea for that one. So whoever else has got some, I got one more. Uh, so the, these are kind of magic adjacent ideas. Um, right now, these are, uh, these is the product that I kind of like, obviously go support your LGS if you can, if they have them. Uh, but at the same time, on Amazon right now, they're running a pretty good half-off sale on D&D books. And so the Strixhaven, Ravnica, and Theros book are off, are on discount from $50 to $25 or $30-ish. Um, I think the Ravnica book is very good if for uh, your Magic fan who's getting into D&D. It's not a full-on campaign, but it gives a lot of fun world-building tools to allow your your gift your gifty 
to make their own game in the in the Ravnica Magic setting, which I think is really good. Uh, the Strixhaven one is all right. The Theros one's pretty good. I think the Ravnica one's the best one. And that if they're interested in D&D and just haven't gotten started yet, also just the player's handbook is on sale for $20 right now, and that's such a great price. Love it. Great recommendation. They play Dungeons & Dragons in the streets now. They are. My last one is uh, <clears throat> something I do for like uh, when I have like a lot of friends that all need like a gift, right? Uh, mm-hmm. This is a common problem that everybody has, right? Uh, but we're all like-minded, like a D&D group or anything like that, right? I always go on Amazon, I buy like, I always get like a million of them. You get like 50 of them for like five bucks. They're like holiday themed, like cellophane bags. Or maybe if you want to like spendy, you can get the paper ones with the little Christmas mm-hmm. designs on them. And in there, you're just going to shove, like, a D20, a booster pack of magic cards, a candy cane, and a hot chocolate pouch. And you seal those babies up, and you got gifts for every uh, random person that you should get a gift for, but you really aren't going to like. Yeah, You know what I mean. I, I'm excited to send both of you your Christmas gifts that I, ordered, that I got. I just got Chris's before we recorded the show, and that should be here soon. Ricky, I I, I hope yours holds up in shipping. That's oh, all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's I made sure what I, terrible doll have you sent? I made sure I put holes in the box, oh, so it should be yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's hope uh, the puppy makes it through FedEx, huh? <laughs> I, showed, I showed Chris what it was, though, and he loved it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris already knows. Chris always knows. Chris knows. Chris is my Kurt Angle. That's right. I am the Kurt Angle. <sighs> All right, Chris, you said you had right. one more? I do, yeah. My uh, my last one here, you know, you've already got your inkjet printer, right? Oh, man, the ink for the inkjet printer. You, you, you got your inkjet printer. <laughs> what do you do with it? Well, you need the paper. Instead of buying $1,000 cards, uh, you can, for yourself print some really cool little cards that definitely are not Magic the Gathering cards, but you could print your favorite fursona on them, you know? Right. And uh, in order to do something like that, you just need some blank Magic cards, right? Clear paper and spray glue, or these days they just make clear stickers that you can put onto, like, jars and stuff like that that you can print on. And so uh, just looking up the way to make some really cool foil, uh, what we'll call fursona cards, is, is pretty simple. So uh, this is going to be more a project for you again. If you're trying to ball on a budget and you want to give somebody a gift, one thing I did for my groomsmen gifts that I don't even know that I actually even gave them the actual cards or not, but I commissioned art for my groomsmen uh, of themselves. And then the intention was to print it on cards, but I, uh, I couldn't quite figure it out in my, in my apartment at the time. But these days... Back in my day, we had to print these on... Like overhead transparency, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. But these days, it's, it's a lot easier to do. And so, uh, one of the fun things you can do again, commissioning art can be expensive, but there are other things that you can do. Is with just a little bit of time for each of your friends or for whoever, because you can make several in a in a sitting. Is actually make yourself and go ahead and meme on the greatest meme of the year, which is thousand dollar proxies, and just make your own proxies for for funsies with your friends with a pretty simple yeah. blank. Some old foils, newer foils do not work as well. So you need to do, you need to dig through your box and grab some old foils and then again you you print on the sticker or the clear paper cut them out slap them right there on the foil and you've got yourself slap some them on wizards there. of the coast quality 
proxies there as gift for your friends. But seriously, the proxies thing is actually a really fun gift for for your friends, I think. And something that, again, if you're budget conscious, an easy way to like make a fun joke or make a cool card to give to a friend with mo- mostly your time and, uh, and less of your money. So. I can't wait to receive uh, Chris's persona on like twenty-seven Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> that's exactly. And then right. uh, Chris's like, persona will be a meld card. That's exactly. An unfortunately, right. mishandled rabbit in FedEx from Ruckman. It's going to be a great <laughs> Christmas, guys. It's going to be a great Christmas. Uh, all right, parents, loved ones, g- give your phones back. Good job. Thank you for listening. All right. Well, let's talk about Explore Anthology number two. AKA, here's a bunch of random stuff we couldn't figure out what to do with. I'm going to disagree with you. Look, I'm going to be honest here. I think there are several great hits in this. Those hits being, I don't want, so real quick though, what what the cards are, we got Dispel, Nylea's Presence, Reflector Mage, Thought Not Seer, Mutavault, Wastes, Corsair of Crufix, Seder Wayfinder, Eidolon the Great Revel, Fiery Impulse, Eldrazi Displacer, Kozilek the Great Distortion, Soldier of the Pantheon, Clever Impersonator, Worldbreaker, Eerie Interlude, Ethereal Armor, Rending Volley, Zulaport Cutthroat, Mattery Shaper, Shaman of the Pack, Sliver Hivelord. Alright. I'm going to tell you right if now. The, the, the good thing about this is I don't think we need Oath of Zendikar Remastered. Oath, Oath of the Gatewatch Remastered now. I so I'm gonna tell you that half of these are straight gas. I I think well over half, half is a little generous. One rending volley. Yeah, I love rending volley. Rending volley is so important for the format. Keeps Grease Fang in check. Kills uh, Adelaine dead. Right. Good against spirits. We got Soldier of the Pantheon, which he's playing mono white, and it's a soldier. It helps the soldier decks, right? Okay. Seder Wayfinder is a staple. Like, that's just a magic card staple. Reflector Mage, phenomenal, right? Yeah, you know I love some Reflector Mage. Uh, Dispel is not seeing a lot of play now, but it's a card that always could see di- lots of play when the meta becomes more instant heavy. Okay. Thought Not Seer is a card that I have thought is going to be breaking Pioneer very soon with all the uh, pain lands out. Once again, that Karn banning, if it ever comes, you know? Uh, I sure. I'm I really do believe in Thought Not Seer. Uh, Idol under the Great Revel, a staple in mono red decks. Great, great pick, yeah. Clever Impersonator is bad. Yes. Clever Impersonator is for commander players. It's for brawl players. It's for casuals. It's like, oh, now I can double up my cool alchemy card and my intensity becomes 27. Cool. Yeah. Zulaport Cutthroat has seen some fringe play in Pioneer. Is really cool. It's like a sacrifice uh, kind of aristocrat style deck. I don't hate it. Mattery Shaper we can staple into Thought Not Seer. World Breaker also gets stapled into Thought Not Seer. But World Breaker used to see a lot of Pioneer play. And if Karn gets banned, I expect Mono Green to shift more back into the World Breaker style of gameplay. Sure. Fiery Impulse is so important for the format. Uh, I literally own like 12 of them because I keep misplacing them because they're in so many decks. I wish the foils were cheaper on that card. Yeah, me too, man. Mutavolt, phenomenal. Yeah. We needed it. 
Wastes is like the bingo free space. Uh-huh. Uh, Eldrazi Displacer is a card that's seen Fringe Pioneer play, and it is a Brewers card for sure, because, you know, this is the Brewers format. Yeah. I can't tell you why Eerie Interlude is here when they're about to remaster uh, Shadows of Innistrad. So I'll... Kind of like Kozilek and Sliver Hive Lord. I will give you one fail on Eerie Interlude. That's one strike, right? Okay. Give a strike to Clever Impersonator. I'll give the strike to Clever Impersonator. I'll give that because two, here's here's my here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think some of these cards, put them on the historic one. The fact that the Explore anthologies, in my mind, are to be the we're trying to get to Pioneer as quick as we can. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. Um, Shaman of the Pack is very good. I'm happy with Shaman of the Pack. You know, I like elves. Um, Nilia's presence very good. Uh, Nilia's presence. Allows you to cast Leyline Binding for one mana. Uh, it is a very interesting card in an archetype that is close. I like Nelia's presence, and I like what it can do for a domain deck if it becomes available. Sure. Corsair Prefix. It, his time is coming gone, but we love him. Uh, Kozilek is bad, but. We do want all the Eldrazi eventually printed. Uh, is Emrakul? Emrakul's not banned, right? Emrakul is legal. Um, Emrakul is in, will hopefully be in Shadows Remastered. And I believe we already have Ulamog from a previous anthology or something. Yeah. Uh, Ethereal Armor, meta breaking. Yep, great. Uh, definitely part of Selesnia Auras. Uh, Sliver Hive Lord. Yeah, there's a Sliver Hive Lord. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like. With half of these being commons and uncommons. But they're commons and uncommons we need to fill in. The thing is... But they're commons and uncommons that could easily be in anything else that they just randomly throw on Arena. So the thing is, I've never bought an anthology. Okay. I just craft the cards I want from it. Okay, alright. I know I I am uh, literally the Monopoly man when it comes to uh, wild cards on Arena. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, you know, I know that guac costs extra and I don't care, right? Yeah. So yes, I could see that if somebody was paying, I don't even what what do they even charge if you want to buy these? It's like twenty five dollars, I think. I mean, I pay twenty five dollars for like four of each of these cards in Arena. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you get the four though. I think you just get what. No, I think you get four. I'm pretty sure when you pay cash monies for the anthology, they give you four ofs. They better. I mean, they better give me. Mark Rose better better show up at my door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying, right? But like, yeah. once again, if most of these, most of the good and cards here... I wonder why we're on the blacklist. Right. <laughs> if most of the cards on here that are good are common and uncommon, I will say that I know you've got common and uncommon wild cards. Sure. What are you doing with your wild cards if you don't have common and uncommon wild cards? They're- I don't know, man. I just like, I just, I, it's, this is, this is my problem is, unfortunately, I didn't have the time to kind of sit down and just be like, what would my ideal have been, right? But like, bro, we're Treasure Cruzette, though. They literally don't know how Delve works. It's like Melee. They accidentally wrote Delve on a card, and they can never make it happen again. Okay. So what they... Because I, I was thinking about this. This is just Ricky Shower Thoughts. Are you ready for Ricky Shower uh-huh. Thoughts? So, I'm always ready for Ricky Shower Thoughts. All right. I was thinking about this, right? In order to make Delve work, it's like... Because on Arena, you can't see your whole graveyard all the time. On yeah. MTGO, right... Yeah. You could make your graveyard be the entire screen if you wanted to. You can pop that baby out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, so, 
you go to cast the card, and then it would have to ask you. So, like every card in Arena that has multiple ways to cast it, right? Can I not? Can you not? It's been a while since I played Arena. Can you not just click the graveyard? You can click the graveyard, but like you have to cast the card. So all the cards from your graveyard have to come up when you cast it, okay. right? So you would have to put Treasure Cruise from your hand, pull it up, right? So if you're thinking about it on a tablet because people can play this on a on a phone if they wanted to because they hate themselves, okay, yeah. right? Okay, uh, yeah. You got to take the Treasure Cruise, you pull it up into the middle of the screen, you drop it, and then it goes, how do you want to pay for this? It shows you your graveyard. You'd have to, like, slide through the graveyard and select seven different cards, right? Yeah. Like they do for Escape because Escape does this. When they when you escape, it pulls your whole graveyard up in a, in a slide menu. Sure. But I think the thing is, right, and now correct me if I'm wrong because I'm about to learn something, Judge, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um... Do things that increase the cost of my delve spell, can I pay for them with delve? Yes. Spell pierce. You cannot do spell pierce. I cannot pay two extra cards on my graveyard to pay for spell pierce on my... No. Okay. But if, like, a Thali is in play, right, you could go... I can delve one more, right? Yeah. So I think that's where the complications come, right? Okay, yeah. Is, like, because you can use it to pay extra costs, right? Sure. And, like, if you're casting Treasure Cruise from your graveyard, right? Uh-huh. With some, you know, ability like Leer, mm-hmm. uh, the UI can get a little messy. But okay. I think it's doable. It would just take, you know, more than three people in a dungeon with a ham sandwich between the three of them. Sure. You know? Well, hey, we, we shoveled off MTGO to someone else, so... Can we just... I mean, ideally, we have one more person working for us now. Can we find, like, $1,000 in the budget to pick up, like... Two of the people that have been fired from Twitter, probably. Like, I mean, they'll need more than a thousand dollars, but right, right, for each one. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there's so many like great programmers and like computer people that have been like laid off through Twitter. I'm just saying, like, if you want to up your team on Arena, now's like the time. Like, get them while they're good, right? Hey, wizards! If you need someone for, to do DevOps work, I'm here. I'm, I'm just saying, like they they keep complaining about about Delve, and I'm kind of interested about Emrakul, because that's the other thing we haven't seen yet on Arena, is I don't think we've been able to take our opponent's turn on Arena yet. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's the thing that's kind of like, ooh, can they if, do it? If I take my opponent's turn, can I click their pet? Whoa! Oh. <laughs> can we just remove the pets? I'm sick and tired of these pets, man. I had my good dog, and I was pretty happy about it, and now I'm just, like, removing him from from the from the little area because I'm tired of my opponent's pets like causing nom flashbacks when they like fly in five minutes after the game started. Yeah. It's like I'm looking no, at my opening hand, I click yes, I don't want a mulligan. I try to cast my thought season, a dragon flies across me. Look, maybe if those pets start committing war crimes, we'll remove them like we did the flags. Oh my oh the flags thing. Oh that's a Don't get me started. Can we hear that's from an Chris? actual hot button talk. Can we hear from Chris? What you want to hear? How do you feel about war crimes? Uh, I mean, the great Catsby does them, so you know they can't be all bad. What? <laughs> oh, McCavity? Yeah. What McCavity, are your thoughts you on the uh, Explorer Anthology Two and uh, the removal of all country flag sleeves? Oh, I didn't know they removed all country flag sleeves. They so, are removing yeah, all so... the country flag sleeves. I own quite because, a few of them because I hate America. Or... Ricky, you're gonna no, 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 do not. It's not that. It is. <laughs> It is a boy. There are some very questionable people in this world who use certain country flags to represent things like I don't know Russia or some old racist white men who like to use the German flag. 
even though it's definitely not what it represents, right? Um, and so, yeah, so now um, if you own country flags, you'll be refunded 300 gems per, per country, country flag. Thank you. They are not going to be available for sale anymore. And if you have them in your collection, not only are you being refunded those 300 gems per flag, you, think you, can, still, <laughs> you can still use them, but your opponent will not be able to see them. Mm, okay. Yep. In fact, if you try to use the USA flag sleeves when you play in arena, uh, your sleeves will be replaced by Chris's fursona. <laughs> Way less Which is offensive. just the extra life of Johnny sleeves. That's right. <clears throat> I, you know, whatever. They're giving me gems back, I guess. <laughs> I spent... The one thing I, I do in arena is, like, I try to get... I spend all my gold to buy, like, the random dumb accessories and pimp stuff. Because if I ever need to sell my arena account, nobody's going to care about my wild cards. But I'm going to have some stupid, random, like, oh, man, you got the sleeve with the dog? That's pretty oh, rare, man. you know? He got Puppet Jace? Yeah, you got... You, whoa, did you get the Angrath avatar? That was only offered for, like, two months. You know, so uh, that's the stuff I, I got- buy. I got the little baby trophy for picking Paulo as my world champion. I know you did, and I don't have that. Pretty baller, if you ask me. Do you remember during COVID when they did FNM at home? Yeah. And uh, if you reported to your local game store that you played two games of Arena on a Friday, they gave you a code that would unlock you a random rare or mythic and a random Arena accessory. Those were sick. But my buddy got the World Cup uh, trophy out of that. Oh, wait, what? Hold on. Breaking news. Oh. Apparently, the final two EA cards are getting spoiled. The Discord is saying Nick Folks just got spoiled. EA? Explore Anthology? Yeah. Oh, oh, breaking news. Channel 5, breaking live news. on the scene. Chopper 5. Chopper 5. Uh, uh, as good as Magic, Chopper Magic Arena preview card from the mods of the Magic Arena subreddit. Nick Folks. Whoa. Wow. What do you think about this anthology now, Ruckman? Oh, it's great. It's great. You know what? <laughs> is this real? Oh, man. This is this is what we needed to get Karn banned. Is it real? Yeah. We need people to complain about Karn on the internet. That's all it takes. What else? We're doing it. <clears throat> you said there were two, though, right? There, I think there were two cards left. Or Nick, those is both of card. them. Nikthos is both of them, yes. Aren't there already, like, there's, like, 22 cards here already. Yeah, waste you're getting for free, though. Okay, so there's 21 cards? They want to get to 25? I, I don't know. Maybe. Huh. Wastes are free? Yeah, everyone, cause it's a basic land, so everyone gets wastes. Yeah, but do I get the cool art wastes? No, you get that art waste. I, I don't that know, is the cool art. Alright, cool. Um, also, tomorrow, Ricky, you'll get to see essentially the first half of Dominaria Remastered. Really? That's exciting. Yep. And then next Tuesday, we get our first look at... Um, uh, new Phyrexia? Uh, what is it? Yeah, New new, new Phyrexia. Why are people the, the dialogue sound in your brain? Why are people pre-buying uh, New Phyrexia set booster this, boxes for 169 Is this is this fake? Uh, oh, and people are saying we got got. Uh, oh, fake? no. Oh no! You guys have got to explore the absolute wild roller coaster that it is trying to be a Magic fan in 2022. And make content on a Monday night. Yeah, make content on a Monday night. 
where you can't believe anything because wizards could literally do anything at any time. Like after they were like, you know what, fake cards, $1,000, you know, everything was kind of on the table. You never know. All right. Well, if you heard that part of the show, we were really happy that Nykthos got spoiled. If you didn't hear that part of the show, we were got we were lied to. Right. And I'm out for vengeance. Right. <laughs> we can cut this if we need to. Or not, if we're right. That's right. Hell yeah. That's the that's the way. That's the way it works. We just need to want to find it, right. you know? All right. That's right. All right. Ready to uh, to end it here let's, with let's the Patreon mailbag? Let's close it out. Let's get a quick uh, Patreon mailbag question. Open that mailbag. Uh, of course, patreon.com slash crew3mtg. If you want to support us, we get three wonderful tiers available. And then, of course, with different different bonuses here and there, uh, if you sign up for our $5 tier, you can watch the video version of our cat's commentary mm. and just watch Chris's life slowly drain from him. Yep. And watch me just happily sing along to all the songs. Just having a good old time. Just Gimble Shanks in it having up. Having a good time. Gimble Shanks the... The Railway Cat. Uh, but anyway, of course, every tier, though, that can sign up is eligible to put a question in our Patreon mailbag. I can sound a little something like this. What is your Planeswalker of Pioneer power ranking? Regardless of if they see play, what are the most powerful Planeswalkers in Pioneer 1 through 5? Oh boy, who wants to start? Um, number one, Karn the Great Creator. I think we're Karn. done. Uh, uh, number yeah. two, Wide Gap. Yeah, um, probably Chandra Dress the Kill. Karn again? Or I'm pretty. I'm pretty Teferi. sold on Let's it being there. actually. Um... Teferi. No, no, no. The Wandering. Wandering. Yeah, Wandering. Yeah, Wandering Emperor is pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I've got answers. I got answers. You want to hear my my five? Okay. Yeah, I'll rattle yeah, them what's off. Your five? I'll go Karn. I'll follow that up with Wandering Emperor. I'll follow that one up by uh, Nissa who shakes. Okay. Uh, I'll follow that one up by uh, saying Kiora. Yeah, sure. And I'll follow the War of the Spark one. Yeah, and I'll follow that up by saying Jaya. Okay. All right. Well, my top five will be number one Karn. Number two, Nicole Bolas because he is just Karn. Oh my God! Yeah, okay, yeah, fair. He's also Karn. <laughs> um, I'll say Wandering Emperor. I'll say Five Fairy. I will say Soren. I do. I do Which... like Miss Who Shakes the World as well. Uh, Sad Boy Soren. Sad Boy Soren. Okay. Um, I think it was pretty right. I, th- I think I think it's pretty firmly number one. Karn, number two, Wandering Emperor, number three, Clever Impersonator, because it can enter the battlefield as your Karn, you know? Oh, no, Chris yeah, got it. Yeah, there we go. I had. I don't even know if that's oh, true. Oh, Kaz- Kazmina. Kazmina also can be a Karn. Hey, there we go. Then no, be a Karn. Kazmina gives her abilities to Karn. Oh, never mind then. It's, it's reverse. Yeah. For Mana Chandra, I'm a pretty, obviously, I think we all think it's pretty strong. Um, yeah, T.O.D. And then... Liliana the Veil. There's a lot of action... After we get past Karn, there are a lot of good options. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would really tell you um, Fable the Mirror Breaker, you know? One, one of the best planeswalkers. Deathrite Shaman, Death, right? Deathrite Shaman, yeah. Deathrite like Shaman needs to see more play. I really should. There's so many people that play out of their graveyard now. You're surely going to get a land off of those Lotus, off of those Grease Fang players. Yeah, I think you're right. But not if you play against Ricky, who has all the heaters. I uh I don't know if you guys watched the stream last night. I was there. Uh, Farmers. Uh, 
delete that VOD. Look, it's a good <laughs> thing Nate was there for the first round and then left. It was a great stream, honestly. I had a lot of fun doing it. Three, Almost three hours. I'm going to stream more tonight. I'm um, getting into the streaming. Yeah. We're having a good time. Having time, a good time. Having a good time. Yeah, of course. One of my favorite things now is you're streaming your box and opening and deck building for the Prague series. Right. Uh, I did that too. Hopefully you didn't uh, see the deck. No, I just – I did it in chat real quick to remind you that I banned Whip. Right. And then I left. I didn't see the deck at all, though. I'm not trying to spoil myself. I'm not trying to uh, pull an alleged SEMO, uh, if you will. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, I, I'm sure I'm sure the, the games will be, will be well. I'm pretty sure the contested era of Ruckman uh, will continue to be contested. Uh, the undisputed era of Ruckman will return. The Lin Dynasty the Lin shall Dynasty. fall. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Not today. You can ban all of my cards, but you cannot ban my freedom. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> As he bans well, another card. You just lost your you just lost your USA flag sleeve, so they can also ban my USA flag sleeve, but they cannot ban my, my freedom. They can't ban his math emote. Right. They cannot they can't ban my emote game, that's for sure. But your opponent sure can mute him. Oh man. <laughs> Alright, anything else this week? Uh, no, I think they'll do it. Once again, shout out to our sponsor, Nate's mom. Oh, We're just really rolling with this Nate's mom joke. <laughs> look, I'm trying to sh- – look, Chris brought it to the table, uh-huh. and I'm trying to show that we will do a good job right. of advertising her product. Right. We, we, we we're going to prove it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to offer a pitch. All right, let's close this thing out. All right. Of course, once again, not only to say our at Patreon, thank you to everyone who tunes in week in, week out. We'll be back next week, probably next week. I think next week's episode should be the end of all the RCQ, of all the RCs. So we might have like a one big look back at all the RCs and kind of just wrap up the meta for the year. Um, and then we'll talk about, after that, we'll go into, here's some singles we're kind of highlighting. You should probably pick up and think about buying and that'll be a fun episode, and we'll just kind of ride out the rest of the year after that. Uh, work, gentlemen, where can they find you all on the socials? Hey, you can find me on the tweeters at it's underscore Christmas, and as soon as they reactivate Hive, you can find me on there too. <laughs> you can find uh, I, me I on there too. I don't think I'm, after knowing about the security issue, I don't think I'm going back to Hive. Listen, uh, you know, you losers, know. I never joined it. <laughs> you, hey, listen, you know that, like, I don't know, Shaquille O'Neal is going to buy it or something like that, right? Like, that's oh, the thing. Is like, oh, man. If NBA meme or Shaquille O'Neal buys Hive, I'm in. I know, yeah, right? If, that's if what a I'm TNT saying. news desk buys Hive, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that, light, that light was in my face, so I broke it. <laughs> that was – we need to, like, get in a call and just watch that video at some point. With just the, with the with Discord, the patrons, they haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, just just Shaq like loves in my face. We'll just, we'll just watch the highlight reels of Charles Barkley and Shaq just yelling at each other. Uh, you can find me at also Steve on the Twitter. Uh, join me for all of my bad takes. See me. Uh, see my one winning Marvel Snap game per day that I post because uh, I only want I only win once a day. Uh, and uh, hear my magic opinions. And also see Ricky trying to get a sponsorship. Yeah. Also, come and join me uh, right now. Not right now for you, but right now for me. As I'm yeah. on twitch.tv slash crew3mtg, I'm going to stumble through some more arena nonsense. So join in. It'll be fun. Yeah. 
And of course, you can find me at Crew3Podcast on Twitter. Probably never going back to Hive if it comes back up online, unless they get, again, unless the TNT News Desk buys it. Uh, and maybe at some point I'll be back on our Twitch stream. Uh, but for now, it's it's firmly in Ricky's hands. And then, of course, we can upload some stuff over to the Crew3 YouTube channel, youtube.com slash crew3mtg, where we upload the progression series. And we will soon reestablish the undisputed era of Ruckman. Oh, as I'm sure. it so rightfully deserves. I'm sure. Ah, it's going to be great. You know what? We're going to do it. Um, I'm going to show up with the exact same deck as Ricky once again. I, I, I would be amazed. Time. I would be amazed. You'd be amazed. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm in the sauce this week. I'm going to tell you right yeah, now. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait because we're gonna we're gonna play our game this week. And I'm if we play it early enough, I'm hoping I actually might be able to edit it to have it up this weekend. So Four hopefully color. either this weekend or soon after this episode goes live, you will see the cons episode of Progression Series. I'm gonna let you know I'm four color. Four color, huh? I got a lot of fetch lands. I <gasps> I only opened I opened five. You opened five fetch lands? Yeah, I opened... We got the same number of uh, fetch lands. I opened all but Wooded Foothills with two Bloodstained Mire. I think I opened a triple Wooded Foothills, double Bloodstained Mire. Oh, hey, I mean, that's pretty good, having that many of the same color. Exactly, one. that was my thought. Yeah. All right, well, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.